0: listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast.
1: Welcome back to Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm Chase Holden, and no, I'm not sitting here by myself tonight. Uh, Jordan, he told you guys that you could follow him last week in between the goal posts, and uh, unfortunately, he's still stuck there. We've been trying to get him out um, keep, keep him in your prayers. We're going to find a way to get him back for next week. But, uh, I am, uh, tonight I'm, I'm excited. We have a guest host. He's back again. None other than the fantasy football stoner of Twitter. What's good, my dude? What's going on, man? It's not Slim Shady. It's the stoner. Look out. Coming back again. What's going on, guys? Oh, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been exactly what we thought it was. Like, I, I'm pretty much settled now on the point that this year is just going to be fucking crazy. There's a lot of madness
0: going on. I think um, from a point perspective, there's going to be far too many points scored in the NFL this year for people that like pure NFL football. But for you know people like us that just
1: want fantasy points, we're going to love this season. This is going to be like the like, I, I, I remember we talked about last week about you know the new rule changes, everything that's going on. This is definitely proven to me that, yes, this all has to do with these rule changes. It has just been nothing but high intensity. I mean, I really feel like this has made Ryan Fitzpatrick a god on the football field. I think you mean Fitzmagic. Oh yeah, sorry, forgot to sprinkle that magic dust on there. F- <laughs> FitzHarvard, FitzHarvard, FitzHarvard. Remind us. I think Lindsay had like hit up something the other day. She was basically talking about like remind remind me where uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick went to college again one more time. I was like, I think it was Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. He had to throw something crazy, but
0: no, he, man. Struggled, he, he struggled a bit in the first in the first half. I'm sure you were a little bit
1: nervous because you invested pretty heavily in him. Dude, yeah, so I was uh you know, I like we're going to get to the Jimmy G news. Like that was my quarterback, man. I'm uh, I'm a little heartbroken. Yeah, get the tiny get violins well, out. Good well soon, GQ baby. Get oh well man. So, yeah, I did pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, you know, I got really nervous. I was like, wow, this is going to be the game where he tanks, like the week that I start him. And you know, he uh he came back and even though they didn't win the game uh, he won me my game so uh, got to beat Brandon by 20 points that's
0: that's really what's most important because we don't really care if these guys win or lose on the field for the most part we just want our team to score a ton of points
1: and Ryan Fitzpatrick made that happen in the second half for you dude he killed it and like and that's the thing guys it's like you know, each week, you know, you're going to have your favorite team. You're going to have this. It's like, just worry about your fantasy team, and good things will come. So, yes, uh, good things came to me. Um, I uh, I didn't lose. Well, now that my sorry to interrupt, but now that my quarterback is
0: you know dead for the season, I have no choice but to root for solely my fantasy team because, you know, as a Niner fan, I, I have zero faith in CJ Beathard and. Mm-hmm. Word is they brought in Tom Savage for a tryout. So. No, yeah, yeah, that's dirty. No, I don't. I, I don't smoke enough weed for Tom Savage, my <laughs> quarterback.
1: Oh, how do you think I felt, dude? He was the backup. He was the backup in New Orleans, and I was just as fucking equally pissed. I was just like, this is not real. This does not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want the. I just don't want his negative mojo messing up anything. Well, I mean, like look, you you have to be honest. Like I mean, it hasn't really been the start of the year that everybody thought it would be for them. No. And it looks like it's going to be the finish of the
0: year that nobody yeah. expected <laughs> from them. Yeah. Um, I mean, 13 games left. They they're going to be looking at possibly a top 5 pick next year, which you know, isn't the worst thing, but it's definitely not what we expected. Um I think most people were looking at them as a possible wild card team, you know, maybe nine or ten wins, and I I don't I don't think they're gonna, they're definitely not getting close to that.
1: No, it's, it's it can't happen at this point. I mean, it's just the chemistry; it's just not going to be right. Uh, like you said, C.J. Beathard. Uh, for some reason, that dude low key reminds me of Dale Earnhardt. I don't know why. Like, yeah. Did he ever have yeah. a mustache? <laughs>
0: Yeah, he did. He had like a like a like a horseshoe type mustache, a Fu Manchu maybe. I forget what they call it. it. Yeah, it was
1: something like um, that. I was like, I was like, this dude's a NASCAR driver out here yeah, fucking throwing he, touchdown passes. Maybe. Yeah, he <laughs> definitely could could star in like a an
0: old spaghetti western from back in the day. That should be his, hit, his new career. Did he have. Yeah, yeah, C- definitely. CJ Beathard, spaghetti western. But you know, as a Niner fan, you know it sucks. But at the same time, we should consider the fantasy implications of Jimmy G being out for the rest of the year. I mean, Goodwin, Goodwin's value and Garcon have to go down dramatically. And don't forget Kittle and Kittle, but you know, Kittle and and Bethard went to college together. So there's, they already came into the league with a connection. I do think his, it's going to drop a little, um, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as Goodwin and Garcon. But I'll tell you what, guys like Breda, his value, if he can get healthy, oh, is going to go up. That explodes. Because, huge. I mean, you look at how many catches Carlos Hyde had last year coming out of the backfield, and that's not even a guy who came in the league You know, with us thinking that he's going to catch a ton of balls. So I think Breda's value kind of goes up a little bit. Um,
1: Dude, he's going to catch a ton of balls. <clears throat> You know what you just reminded me of? And I think I think, I think think everybody is, is itching to hear about it. You were talking about Carlos Hyde. He uh, he got in the end zone this week. And uh, not only did he get in the end zone this week, but uh, Baker Mayfield started a football game Uh-oh. on Thursday. It's Baker season, baby. Time Dude, to make it's Baker Mania! <laughs> Time Dude, to make okay.
0: But look, Carlos Hyde had the best day of anyone in the history of football, I think. Because he also had a baby that day. Dude, scored two touchdowns, got the Browns' first win in... You know, 972 years and had a baby.
1: His first He's gonna baby. He's going to have pictures his, bur- in his On home. his birthday, no less. On his, he said so it's just like a shared birthday. Yes. First win for Cleveland. Uh, Baker Mania is there now. Teams turned around. Yeah. Carlos- Overall, had the greatest Carlos' Carlos day. <laughs> Carlos Hyde in Cleveland, he, yeah. he, is, he has his own parade. He's getting a day. Like, yeah, you can't have a better day than that. But so, t- so tell me your thoughts on uh,
0: on Baker. I know okay. you've been you've been you've been digging this dude the whole year. You've been waiting for him to come out.
1: Yes. Uh, so I literally. Was I have to tell you the story first, and the guys, you have to hear this. So, I uh, I went and stayed somewhere that night uh, when the game was on. You know, I'm thinking it's just normal tie rod. You know, the Jets game's going great, and uh, I get where I'm going, and there's no Wi-Fi. Um, the service where, is very. Where poor. are you? I'm in out, 19, in this, where'd <laughs> you go to 1984? Dude, 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 Marty, Marty, <laughs> get the plutonium. Get in the time the machine, Marty. Capacitor <laughs> needs to get fixed, dude. Yeah, I literally <laughs> went back. I, w- I went back to the past and came back to the future. So I, uh, I had to watch a lot of film on it because I did not get to watch Baker Mayfield's debut game. I had I listened to it on XM. Okay. So. I didn't really get to see everything. Uh, I didn't get to see the Cleveland special. Um, it, it really, it was, it really wrecked the mood, man. It wrecked my mood so bad, but I did get to go back. I got to watch the film and I have to say, I'm a believer. I am a believer in Baker Mayfield, you know, and, and you know, with, with, with all that's kind of happened, you know, with Jimmy G, I know there's a lot of people are going to be looking for a quarterback. Um, you know, and I, uh, I am I literally think I'm confident enough to say that I would start Baker Mayfield in a fantasy football lineup. I mean obviously depending on who they're playing. You yeah, you want to go schedule based, but I'm uh So you know, start him They start him this week if if you had Against say Cam,
0: Oakland? Say Cam Newton you had on a you have on a bye and Jimmy G was your backup. Oh, dude,
1: definitely. I was. I'm starting to against Oakland. This I'm week.
0: asking that question because it's a reality for me, and I'm trying to figure out whether I put in a claim for him or if I go with. Um, you have to. You have J- to beat me first. Or, well, this, this it's in a different league. Um, oh, okay. Him, him, or Joe Flacco are really the top, the top
1: two options, and Flacco's playing the Steelers, so. I mean it yeah, I mean I could see that. I just I I can't I can never see a lineup where Joe Flacco is, is my starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, I tweeted Ever. something out to Lindsay earlier to, but I don't think she's gotten back to me yet to see if I should pick up Flacco. Oh no! In, instead of I'm leaning Baker, just yeah for you excitement have to. purposes. I mean, I, mean, I, let's I feel like, like that
1: gives you bad karma if, if you put Joe Flacco on your team. Like I don't know, it just kills it. Yeah, I
0: can't do it. I mean, Baker was phenomenal. Like I mean, for just if I had to describe his play in one word, he came in cold. You know, after Tyrod got banged up, and he <clears> completed I think it was 17 of 23 for just over 200 yards. I mean, you mentioned the two point conversion that he caught. It's just I, I, was, I was not expecting him to
1: come in and play that well the first time he stepped on the field. I, it took me, it took me time too, man. But like, I mean, the more, you know, cause I was so big on Tyrod Taylor and anybody that has listened to us this long knows how caught up I was with Tyrod. And I really thought Tyrod, this was going to be like the year, this was going to be where he turned around. And I mean, just after the first two weeks of watching him, man, it's just, it was just not interesting football. Um, he just, you know, like you said, he, he, he got the ball down to Antonio Callaway against the saints in week two. Uh, it just looked like really football before he got that concussion and yeah. got out of the game. And it's just, you know, when you see a kid like Baker come out there and, and he has all that hype built up around him and then he can live up to that hype. Like, dude, like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all in on that. Because, like, he, we, we are witnessing, like, the new franchise quarterbacks of the like future right now. Of the Cleveland Browns. Let's take that
0: into account. I mean, Cleveland this the, Browns. This is a team who hasn't had – a, a competent quarterback since fucking Bernie Kosar in the eighties, man. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, this has been quite some time. So for them to have a dude that has so much swag and to come in, you know, cause Johnny Manziel rolled in with this same, the same level of swag, but yeah, he obviously deliver. not nearly as much talent as Mayfield. I mean, he can, he's got some mobility. He's got some accuracy He's got a strong arm. I did not realize that he could put that much mustard on Dude, the ball. This kid is like Drew Brees
1: with Drew Brees' arms with Russell Wilson's legs. If I could yeah. if I could explain that. So you, I'm excited. Right? I'm excited to see the future because I mean he's got
0: talent around him too. He's got Njoku and Jarvis Landry and Callaway and Carlos Hyde <laughs> and Duke and I mean Chubb down the line is going to get some play. And, you know, let's imagine not... if he had Josh Gordon still, though. <sighs> yeah, I feel like they pulled the trigger on that trade just a little too soon. But, you know, Callaway got open. Callaway played the Josh Gordon role last week. You know, Tyrod overthrew him a couple times, and he dropped one that Baker dropped right into his hands. So he had a bunch of targets. Yes, I, I think he's going to do a good job in that role. And you know, you eliminate the circus around a team that could have been renamed Barnum and Bailey a long time ago. <laughs> Straight up.
1: <laughs> like, no, but the, see, that's, that's the beauty of this. You know, I was, um, uh, the night that the game actually was on, um, like I guess I didn't get to watch much of it, but uh, Jordan was actually calling me, and he was trying to tell me what was going on, what was happening. And like, he, I remember him calling me, and just, you were talking about like when he went to throw that ball and like just how they couldn't... like He was throwing that ball so fast. Yeah, like, he Jarvis had some was not ready for this, dude. Like, they were yeah. not ready for it. They had he had Higgins.
0: Some, yeah, he had some mustard on it. I was very surprised at how he played...
1: Considering he didn't really get any work with the first team too. No, none. I mean, he talked about that in the press conference. And he's. It's, it's just I guess for me fantasy wise, like it's good to see, you know, the Browns become fantasy relevant again. For sure. And it's because uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, I love the underdog and everyone that listens to us knows how much I love the underdog. Right. So it's like seeing them actually be able to flourish. It's like, I feel like we're witnessing a new era in the NFL. These teams that we haven't seen do this incredible shit. They're doing this yeah. incredible shit now. Um, so it's just, it makes fantasy football 10 times fun too. When you get I agree.
0: To do this. And hey, You know, it used to be back in the day, you, you were excited to have your Steelers and your Bengals. And your Ravens, because they got to play the Cleveland Browns twice a year. Right. You knew that I'm at least going to play this dude two times, and he's going to perform well for me two times in a season because he's playing the Cleveland Browns. But now, I mean, they have talent on defense, too. You can't sleep on Miles Garrett because he will break you. And he, he will, will listen to Fleetwood Mac. He will break you and
1: sing Fleetwood Mac over, <laughs> over top of it, Dude, just like Blair and <laughs> Rhiannon, Sarah yeah. Gold Dust Woman. Just like not giving any fucks. He's a different level of of, of person. It's just it's great. I love it. I'm I,
0: I'm gonna take a moment to say a thing. I was the first person after they drafted Baker Mayfield to say it was a huge mistake and that they should have taken. Sam Darnold, and I also when they took uh, when they didn't take Bradley Chubb with their second first round pick, I thought it was you know meet the new boss, same as the old boss. <laughs> Cleveland Browns doing the same shit that they've always done, and I was way off. I apologize to the world of Cleveland, to the fucking Cleveland fans, and to everyone who I talk shit on for making those draft picks. Because I believe both first round draft picks they made in this past draft are gonna be outstanding NFL football players and are going to be like linchpins in turning around the franchise. So Hugh Hugh finally got it right with Todd Haley. <laughs> well yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, look, Hugh had to get something right every <laughs>
1: I mean, it, it was, it was bound. Yeah. You can't just run into a lake and just say, Hey guys, you know, we tried and we're going to yeah. come back even stronger. It's like, you've already hit your lowest point. What well, you got to lose at this point? Yeah. You, but it's, it, you know, love of averages state that you're, you're going to get something right eventually. You Got to. I just, I don't understand the love affair with Tyrod uh, or why he was so quick, but you know what? That's that's, that's all gone now. He's the starter in Cleveland. Um, and and i really i think he's going to have a fantastic game against oakland this week. i think he's going to show out. This is his first chance to start a game, show out. Like baker's going to show out this week.
0: Yeah, i'm i'm hoping that i'm able to snag him on the wire, but i'm you know, i'm undefeated in that league, so i think i'm like 12th. I think or you're 11th. doing good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of my I, leagues i'm doing pretty well. I'm I'm excited
1: how the season has started out. I'm dying in the sleeper league. Yeah. Dying. I'm the dying 14th slow. teamer. Yeah, I'm dying a slow, terrible death in that league yeah, right now. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm one of – that's the worst league I've <laughs> I, I, I think before the, the late game the other day, I only scored like 50 points. My team had done a horrible. But Very
1: much. There's still 10 weeks left. we got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. But, dude, like, yeah, we got plenty of time. But just getting back to kind of like, uh, you know, everything that's happened this week, it's, it was a big week for quarterbacks. Um, and I think that the uh, the biggest – wildest thing that happened was the Buffalo Bills completely just trampled over the, the fucking Minnesota Vikings. And Josh Allen just looked like fucking, like, like, like big hustler, big pimping out there, just stepping over motherfuckers, like not yeah. caring. He didn't, yeah, he was not afraid to go
0: into Minnesota with this vaunted defense and beat the shit out of them. I labeled it the Buffalo Dick Stomp. Uh, the vlog stomped. They, dick they, yeah, they <laughs> rolled. They rolled into their house and stomped on the Vikings' dick like
1: nobody should have been able to do. Oh man! When whenever I was watching that, and just just thinking about all the people that picked up Josh Allen on DraftKings that week, and just like this was the most unpredictable fucking week for fantasy football. It, like it was weird. It was <sighs> definitely weird. And like, there's always that one game out of out of the year, like that one week out of the year that's just like crazy, the silly, silly week or whatever, silly season they used to call it. I don't know. Yeah. I really feel like if if something tops this week, like this is my favorite year of football ever, <laughs> right? Ever, <laughs> like there there is nothing better. Right. And so you know, it, with with them doing that. You know they're dropping Minnesota down a little bit uh, in the power rankings. They're gone. Fitz Magic, uh, like we we talked about him. You know he he didn't win the game, but I mean he he still put up like thirty points in the pro league for me. I was satisfied. Um, and then you know talking about uh, Patrick Mahomes, dude. He still got zero interceptions. Dude, Mahomes get, killing get, it, bro. Get this kid. Get this kid the gold jacket. He's got thirteen <laughs> thirteen touchdowns, zero picks. Breaking records, bro. I mean, like, this, you know, is, I don't know if it's too early to say, but are we, is this the next Tom Brady? Oh, well, yeah, we can't say that. That's, it's way too early. It's way too early, but like, I think about it, you know, and I'm like, wow, like, well, you got to remember
0: when Brady first got in there, the Patriots defense was really good. So Brady was more of a, I I don't want to call him a time, he was a time manager. He was, he was early Alex Smith. He was, Managing the ball, he was managing the offense and not turning the ball over. And the defense was making plays. But Pat Mahomes is just coming out
1: slinging. Dude, like, like nothing else I've ever seen come out. And, like, I, every week I feel like I'm having the same conversation. I feel like we talk about the same thing because he's that mesmerizing to me. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, this kid is, is, is insane. And we uh, we actually had a voicemail uh this week you know go ahead we still got the GGFS hotline by the way guys 929430ggfs need to hit that shit up make that Voorhebey hotline playing everyone we got we got Oh oh play it so we're going to go ahead and get to this uh we we have a a returning caller Harris uh from Baton Rouge uh called in again and uh, and wanted to talk a little bit about Patrick Mahomes. So uh, let's hear his uh, his glorifying of the Patty Mahomes.
0: <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is the greatest thing to come out of Texas Tech. The guy is incredible. He's an athletic
1: Tony Romo. He moves in the pocket. He can zip the ball with power into tight windows. The dude is so much for the watch. Um, I think he's got a bright future. I think I think he's got a 15-year career uh, underneath his belt, and he's he's gonna be he's gonna be like the next Aaron Rodgers. The dude's the dude's incredible. This is D H from Baton Rouge, and so the hype continues for Patrick Mahomes. Thanks for calling in, Harris. Uh, yeah, so I mean, just I can't say it enough, man. Kid is kid is insane. Kid is insane. I just don't understand how
0: someone with practically zero NFL experience coming into this season can play. From Texas Tech. From Texas Tech, no less. (laughs) A quarterback, like I mentioned last week, quarterbacks from that conference have been historically bad in the NFL. So for him to come in and not just be good, but to be historically good, is just amazing. Um, I'm just blown away. Like he's fun to watch. I'm excited to see what he does Monday night. You know,
1: with Von Miller chasing after him. Yeah, we'll see. So I, I just thought about this. So maybe a little too early for the Brady take. Yeah, but can we not say that he's like this year's Deshaun Watson? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. And he, yeah, yeah there we go. That's, that's definitely
0: spot on. And even Travis Kelsey finally came out this week and said some some good things about him. He it took him a little while, he said, to kinda get on the Pat Mahomes bandwagon. But oh, he as, missed Alex Smith, man. That was his
1: bedtime buddy. Yeah, but <laughs> even he said he says,
0: you know, Mahomes throws the ball with some more juice to it. He throws a deep ball like Alex Smith couldn't throw. We talked about that last week. And yes. just and we're talking about at any point in the game, he can throw a seventy yarder. But I think what's impressed me most is his ability to go through his progressions. It's just something that is very difficult. You can watch Trubisky in Chicago, who's got a big arm, and who missed a wide-open Trey Burton in the end zone week one or week two. yeah. And it's just, you know, his ability to to roll through those progressions and get it to the tight end or get it to the running back instead of trying to get every ball deep to Tyreek Hill is just... It's blowing my mind watching this young kid out there slinging the ball. And, I mean, obviously they beat up on my Niners pretty good this week, but it
1: was, uh, it was fun to watch. It was so exciting, and, I mean that—that's kind of like for me, like you know, that game was exciting. It's always exciting to see Patrick Mahomes, but like you know, we were talking about like the most exciting game was for me personally was just watching Josh Allen. I mean, dipping back to that game, we didn't really talk about much on Minnesota side, but I do want to get in to another voicemail that we had this week. Uh, this was uh, Joe from Texas calling in to uh, to tell us how he feels about old Kirk Cousins. So let's check this one out. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, this is uh, Joe from Texas. I just want to say that Kirk Cousins is a fucking fraud and a piece of shit that's about to make me go 0-3 in my fucking league. He's trash and he needs to take that fucking minivan that he drives and roll it off a goddamn mountain. Whoa, 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 Joe from Texas. You got to (laughs) relax over there, brother. It's clear that you have an issue with Kirk Cousins and his grandma's rape van. But uh, the fact that you're 0-3 is not... Completely, Kirk Cousins' fault. I mean, no. we, yeah, week one he he threw two touchdowns. Last week he threw four. I mean, this week he was clearly a member of the the losing side of the Buffalo Dick Stomp, and was definitely a contributing factor to you losing this week. But yeah, it's just it's just your zero and three. I mean, you're yeah. hurt.
1: You're, you're hurting. Chances it's are okay. there are
0: other negative aspects of your team, not Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm gonna guess that you
1: don't like that that we just said no. that. A, uh, hopefully, we can hear back from Joe again. Yeah, we'll see if he calls back in and uh, has anything to say. Hey. Yeah, we want to see your team, Joe. Let us know what your roster send looks us, like there. Sweet send us Joe. your roster, Joe. <laughs> Joe, the minivan hater. Dude, yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, the, is that, that is worrisome. I mean, like, you know, I see the picture. I'm looking at this picture right now, Cousins, <laughs> bro. Like, this dude is straight up driving a rape van around town. Like, yeah, it, 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 what you don't see is on the passenger side. It says free candy. Oh yeah, it's on the Spring other side. on the window. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, and he is the creepiest looking dude to be driving that van, bro. You yeah, just, he, it makes him look way too creepy. He definitely <laughs> looks like. The guy that you run away from in the neighborhood. <laughs> guys, yes, guys, do yourself a favor and Google Kirk Cousins minivan. Yeah, it's, right his, it's his grandma's, bro. It's still sick. <laughs> he paid 5K for it. Yeah, But
0: look, Kirk Cousins still, I mean, after three games, still a top 10 quarterback. I mean, you know, he's going to win you more games than he's going to lose for you. It's not his fault that your team
1: probably needs some more help. Yeah, no, I mean, the guy's, the guy's fantastic. I've said it myself. I really feel like this this, this dude is, is a top-five quarterback this year. He had one bad game. And you have to also get not just Kirk Cousins. You have to think about the entire team as a whole. The Minnesota Vikings are good, and we can't lie about that. No, They did not mentally prepare themselves for this. No.
0: That I believe 100% that they
1: were mentally preparing already for this upcoming game against the Rams. Yeah, that's all they were worried about. They were like, oh, we have a bye week. You know, it's the Bills, whatever. This is going to be fine. And it's just like, this is what happens when you don't do your fucking job. Right. They have a Thursday, like, they have a Thursday night game, which, I mean, they're hard to prepare for anyway because you
0: have a short week. And you're playing against the Rams team who isn't afraid of
1: anyone at this point. This is going to be a freaking barn burner, dude. Oh, like, point, points for days, my friend. Bet the over. Dude, when is the last time there has been a Thursday night game this exciting? Like know, the hype. Was...
0: Oh, the hype! Yeah, I don't. I can't even. I couldn't even recall. Mostly because I, I smoke way too much weed, so the brain yeah. cells are just not. It's been
1: a minute. No, <laughs> you remember last year <laughs> the uh, the when the Rams played the 49ers, bro? That Thursday night game was really good. It turned yeah, out that, to be that was a the first. That was game. the first good one of the year, I think. Yeah, it was. And so like now we get to see the Rams and the Vikings. They're uh, you know they're already talking about the possible NFC championship game. Yeah. And um This and, is I mean, a huge a- game
0: because look, the Rams are three and and0 playing at home, right? Six and a half point favorites, I believe, the line opened up for the Rams. The Vikings are one one and one. So That's if, crazy. If they lose those damn ties. Yeah, you're one two and one, man. You're all of a sudden under five hundred, you're going on the road to try to beat a Rams team. That just did some work against a top five defense coming into the league, the Chargers. I mean, these dudes can score points on anybody at any time. So the Vikings better come to play or it's going to be over before halftime like this past week was.
1: And you know, I think they do. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that this Vikings team is going to be is like you said. I feel like they were just too worried about this Thursday game coming up. It's a short week for them. That was their main focus is they they're trying to to make sure they can shut that offense down. Totally. And, agree. But I mean, think about the other side of the ball though. Okay? We have key Talib and Marcus Peters. They're both hurt. Both banged up. That's a terrible loss for Rams. This is going to be a huge Kirk Cousins Adam Thielen, and Stefan Diggs game. I see yeah. it. Don't sleep on Kyle. Big Kyle Rudolph. Cool, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle oh Rudolph, Kyle. baby.
0: I love Kyle cool Rudolph. Kyle. I, I talked about him being a top five tight end before the season. And, I mean, he started out rough week one. He did have a touchdown. But, I mean. You know, you're a decent track. And, yeah, he's he's fine. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. Um, and Dalvin Cook, he might he might get some play.
1: They've been talking today that he might be ready to go. And And I hope so, because, like you know it, it, Dalvin had so much behind him this year, and there's a lot of people that have him rostered that are freaking out right now. I mean, a lot of people took him uh early second. Uh, late first, uh, yeah, I mean, second just, so, sure. Some people reached heavy for this dude. Yeah, and I've been and so I've been
0: reaching to try to trade for him this <laughs> the last couple weeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like it just it just seems like when the injury bug bites you at a young age, man. Like it's just it's rough. Like I'm looking at Leonard Fournette, dude. I mean, look at the Jags this week. They completely they they lost to the Titans. Yes, nine to I six. Thought the tight <laughs> dude. I thought the Jags were
0: going to eat, bro. I mean, I really did. Yeah, the week before, you know, you always have that letdown game. We don't even think about that when it comes to fantasy a lot, but they they went in and rolled the Patriots.
1: It's like it's like they didn't prepare mentally either. Yeah. It's like we're seeing so much, so many teams lack this mental preparation. It's so important. Yeah. Like you have to have that. And it's not
0: even, you know, it's kind of not just a mental preparation, but it's also saying, you know what, we won this game on Sunday. It's done. Let's let's move on now. And stop celebrating the fact that we kicked the shit out of the Patriots. Yeah, that, that's what it seemed like. I think it's just the because then you get beat by the Titans. Yeah, because then you lose the <laughs> Titans with, with Blaine Gabbert
1: starting. Oh, Marcus Mariota—he <laughs> can only feel one hand. He can only feel, one, yeah. he, he can only feel yeah. one of his arms. And it's like, we got to do him. something. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like it's like I thought Jeff Fisher crawled up out of a hole and was just like, "I'm back. Let's Jeff, make these Jesus. calls." <laughs> <Yeah. Jesus. laughs> yeah, eight and eight, eight and eight. Don't eight and eight. Don't <laughs> hit on the stash, though, man. Dude's got swag for days. He does have a great stash. <laughs> Um, oh my god.
0: Panthers are scoring points. I think Cam had four touchdowns. We were talking about quarterbacks earlier. Dude, do the
1: Panthers have what it takes to get to the top of the NFC South? Um I, I don't see why not. Man, I mean, I, I've been hearing some I've been hearing some takes, man. I've been hearing some people talking about these Panthers. And like, you know, right now, yeah, the Bucks and the the Bucks and the Saints have the same record now. Um I'm so excited about my Saints. I didn't get to talk about them that much, but like Drew Brees went to town. He he owns the completion record now. So oh, much yeah. going on. He completed a, a, like almost
0: all of his passes this past week. I think it was like eighty percent. But yeah, I mean the Bucks are two and one. Everyone's two and one. The Panthers. I mean, you got Cam, dude. If Cam is healthy and playing well, and they potentially may get Olsen back in a few weeks. They say, he's well That's ahead of, news. they say he's well ahead of schedule. Um, I mean,
1: I don't know how much stock I put into him for the remainder of the year. It might be I mean, what. Wa- he- yeah, might, I think he's getting older, yeah, and I mean, sure. you have to look at it like you know. With him having that injury, I thought Ian Thomas would be doing more than he's doing, man. But he's yeah. not even. I, I threw him in a couple yeah. DK lineups this week, and I didn't see much from him. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. All. I think he had two, two
0: catches for like nine yards, something, nothing major. But you know, yeah. McCaffrey's touches are going up every week. He's, McCaffrey look like a god this week, dude. He's looking <laughs> like, he's looking like a god every week. I mean, he's just beasting out. I think he had thirty touches this past week. It's clear that he's the he's the engine he's that makes god. the offense go for
1: sure. Um, hey, there's no more. There's no more worries about. Uh, about uh but CJ Anderson people thought that that was going to be an issue like no no it's not good at all. <laughs> not at all it's th- ones
0: I think they'd be smart if Olsen does make it back to maybe limit you know the plays that he's in there in the middle of the field I mean he's he's a guy that's a great red zone threat he's a guy that's, that is true that's a great third down you know third down seven you want to throw it to him for eight yards so I mean, they might be wise to limit his snaps in order to get
1: the most out of out of the time on on the field. I will say, DJ Moore has been such a huge letdown for me this year. Yeah, I really thought I was going to see that kid like do some wonders in his first year, man. And we, he might. We're only in week three. I forget that, man. <laughs> like it's like I love the NFL so much, I just don't want it to go away. And I yeah. feel like it's like already gone. Like, I
0: feel like a lot of those rookie <laughs> receivers that performed pretty well in the preseason, we were all hyping up. You know, oh, Trey, Calvin Ridley though he's yo, the real one. Ridley, we're going to talk about him in a little bit. <laughs> yes, um, Christian Kirk's another. He stepped up last week um, when Rosen got to play. Um, yes. Speaking of quarterback talk, Sam Bradford, garbage. Fin- Complete. Finally gets finally gets to see some job. That Rosen. was the best yeah. decision Steve Wilkes ever fucking made. <laughs> yeah, tough t- t- time to throw the kid in at the end of the game trying to get the win, but. Um, i i'm excited to see what he does getting a getting a start getting a week
1: of practice under his belt with the first teamers if you're uh if you're gonna take josh rosen in your 16 team and leagues just name your team rosens are red <laughs> and be done with it <laughs> <laughs> dr. Be, rosen, just be rosen. Done. yeah oh i like that one too dr so rosen, yeah rosen. so do with him, man. I mean, just after I, you know, I've, I've mentioned it before. Like watching him in the preseason, uh, I, you know, you automatically know when Rosen goes in, Christian Kirk season is here. Yeah, and it's it's time to to start thinking about possibly throwing this kid on your bench. Yeah, uh, cause Cause Christian Kirk is definitely going to see the ball. He's going to win some games for you later in the season. I think. Big time, and I'm uh, excited to see.
0: Excuse me for interrupting you. With uh, no, I, I'm, I'm excited, <laughs> excited to see what
1: Rosen does for David Johnson. Okay, I mean, so, yeah, we do have to talk about this because last week you were you were you're in your bag about Johnson. He's still he's my boy, Johnson. dude. I love I love DJ. He scored. He scored this week. They threw the ball. How do you him. see? How do you see the his a uh, fancy impact change for him? Can it change? Is it too uh, late?
0: Oh, it's not too late. I mean, like you said, we're only in week three. He's got the Seahawks, the Niners, still, still got the Vikings. Broncos. Everyone's tripping out about him. They, they're they freaking out. Yeah, I've I'm heard it more out. this
1: week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but, I mean, he still has the ability to be the monster, but he's just not getting the touches. I mean, he's it, just not getting the receptions that he was getting before. He was only targeted twice in week two. I think he had... Four targets last week.
1: They got to get rid of their offensive coordinator. Yeah, this is what happens when you bring Mike McCoy to the desert. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's already freaking out right yeah. now. It's, it's like so
0: somebody Mike- needs to bring that dude to the cemetery because his offense
1: <laughs> is dead. <laughs> Dude, two Jed beyond. Like like it's like the best like haunted house. It's like, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you well, know, Chase I don't know Edmonds, if- dude. He's yeah. like-,
0: <laughs> like what? <laughs> you had him in on a on a key third down play because you wanted to scold David Johnson for
1: for making like one mistake in the game it just doesn't i think he sense. just mirrors he mirrors his problems like i feel like his wife just gives him shit 24 <laughs> 7 like so, like this dude <laughs> he can't i know that line. oh god yeah like i feel like he gets home and like he just like i can't yeah. wait to get back to, to sunday so i can yeah. just like take all my frustrations out yeah. on on fucking david johnson like, I, bet ah. you, I bet you i bet you she wishes she married a better offensive coordinator very much so very <laughs> (laughs) much so (laughs) fucking need somebody like todd haley's over here like waving with his hey what's up baby Uh, how you doing (laughs) just killing it but uh but yeah so he i I just you know i you know i I, i've said it like i had my whole bet with kamara and david johnson i i knew that david johnson was not going to have the year that everybody thought he was going to have however that being said i don't want to see him having this kind of year no, just like, sucks. It, it'll turn. He around. just came off the injury, you it'll know. And like around. it has to. It has to, man. I don't. I don't want him to score more now with Kamara now. Dude, I, I it helps. Shot glasses. It helps Kamara <laughs> that he's got a guy like Drew Brees throwing him the ball. I mean, oh my god, dude, Drew Brees. Jordan said it best this week. Uh, you know, even though, I mean, he's still in the goalpost somewhere. Missed that guy, but uh, but yeah, he said it best, man. He said. Um, Straight up, he said he's got the Drew Brees has the moves like Jagger. He just texted you that out of nowhere, and yeah, I was like, "What does this even mean?" And I was, like and then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That motherfucker just like completely just did like a spin move, like in this <laughs> a touchdown. I ain't never seen Drew Brees move like that. No, Drew Brees. <laughs> I think he's getting younger. I think he's taking he's HGH. Benjamin Button. Benjamin yeah. Button's on him and Peyton Manning are chilling, like just sniffing some HGH off of the table, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking in robes, just wondering where Eli is, injecting each other, laughing at Eli. But oh Kamara had what, like 15 catches last week, dude. Yeah, he 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 started out like, and I mean, like you know, I, I did. I don't even know did Kamara even get in the end zone? No, he missed two touchdowns by like inches. Dude, yeah. And, like, he's still, and, like, I literally, like, it's it's crazy. Like, I can look at my lineup, and I see Kamara there, and I'm like, oh, I yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's good. I and mean, to not even have any touchdowns and do that, like, you cannot deny this dude. He's got, I this think, dude is like, unreal.
0: 430 scrimmage yards
1: through three games, which is kind of ridiculous. It's it's nuts, like the way that it's the way that everything's moving right now. Like, I and I'm so glad we have one more week, and then we're back to Mark Ingram and Alvin. And I feel like it's going to be explosive as the fuck. I think that's going to really bring the culture back. I was I actually that like,
0: just about to ask you, what do you think happens when Ingram comes back,
1: dude? It's going to bring the culture back. Uh, it's I, I feel like you know it, we we've seen like you know. The Saints last year, their defense was horrible for, like, the first two weeks. And then as soon as AP left and they got the groove going with offense, it's just there's something about being in New Orleans. Like, when you see a good thing happening, it's like everybody starts doing good things. And, like, that's the best way I can describe Like, being in the Dome on a Sunday, like, the energy... And when you have every piece to the puzzle, dude, I feel like everything just works so much better. And so I feel like when Ingram comes back, it's just like that that swag, the boom and zoom, that's coming back, and I feel like that defense is gonna come back. You don't think I, just, think, I
0: see it. You don't think Peyton's gonna punish him for uh, for
1: juicing up? He wasn't juicing. He was popping the maddies. Yeah, whatever. Same difference. (laughs) He was popping maddies. And like, I don't get that either. Like, I've said it. I've said it all year too. I'm just like, like literally, like, like you're literally gonna like make this kid not play for like a drug that like helps him like score like a B plus on a math test, and he only had to study for like three (laughs) hours for for, yeah, for helping (laughs) him cram for a test. Yeah, like I mean, come on. Like he's prescribed it too, which is nuts. But
0: it is a performance-enhancing drug. I mean, when I take that shit, I can clean the hell out of this house in like twenty minutes. Man, it just makes my brain work good. <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes well, my, my do brain go too. to town. I get all like, the, all the Jeopardy questions right when I. <laughs>
1: Yeah, bro. yeah. by the way, Storm is a huge Jeopardy fan.
0: I love Jeopardy,
1: bro. I called I call this guy the other day, and he's just like, all right, he's like chilling there. He's like, I'm about to like stare at Alex Trebek and like have babies or some shit like that. Dude, oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alex Trebek's got like a goatee going right now. And I'm like, dude, is it possible to get pregnant while watching Jeopardy? Because Alex oh, dude, Trebek, he has, he has old man stud. goatee. <laughs> yeah, he's got an he old, has man, old man gray goatee, bro. Guy looks like a stud. He's, impregna- oh, dude. he's impregnating grandmas watching Jeopardy right now. <laughs> yeah, it's next level. That guy's great. He's <laughs> retiring. I'm a, little disappo- I'm a little disappointed that he's retiring, but it's who's, understood.
1: Who's going to take over Jeopardy? I don't think anybody can take it over, man. Dude, nobody can do it. It, it would he's... have to be Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. Well, it's a big uh, mistake when they brought
0: Drew Carey in to you know, take over for Bob Barker on The Price is Right. You yeah, just, that was a dirty you one. You should have just ended that shit. You can't. Bob Barker
1: was just stuck. All right. Oh where are we going go now? We're doing that, was talk. Yeah, that was Garage Yeah, talk. Garage Talk. It was garage brought talk. to you by uh, by, by Stat Route. It's where we get our <laughs> stats from. Great company. Check <laughs> what, them is, out. what is Stat Route? <laughs> Stat Route is. No, that's my Jeopardy answer. What is Stat Oh, there we go. <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. Not asking me questions. But this is wanna, the Big Mood podcast. Do you want yeah,
0: we are big mooded right now? Yes. Kind of, kind of kinda kind of zooted right now. Um
1: It's all good. We love you guys. 80, 80 points in the Saints Falcons game. Did you bet the Over? That, it was the yes, I did, and it was it paid out well. And it was uh it was the highest score uh, he's actually he got forty three uh forty three points on DraftKings. She breached <laughs> it. Phenomenal shit. He's amazing. And You're, by the way, he is a... Uh, that, that's one of my Fox of the week. I have to go ahead and say that. Okay. Do you want to talk, talk about that now? Dude, Drew Brees is definitely... And I mean, we still got a lot to talk about, but he's one of my Fox. Okay. For sure. I just had yeah. to throw that out there. I, I, got he's some, a Fox. I got some that
0: come from that game as well. And we also had a Cameron Meredith sighting. Yeah, we did that. I was,
1: pretty,
0: <laughs> I was pretty surprised. I thought he was... Uh, I thought he was... Hanging out with Rojo on the inactive list for the rest of his life.
1: I thought it was going to be Traquan, dude. I really did. I <laughs> thought Traquan Smith, like I wrote I wrote an article for CSC. You know, I do the uh, fantasy the fantasy football for the Saints, the starts and the sits. And I, I'll do a, two starts, one from the Saints, one from the opposing team. And I'll do a sit from the opposing team and a sit for the Saints. And, um, you know, it's, it, it can get repetitive sometimes but uh but i do it and i love to do it and but yeah i had uh, a smith man sean payton was talking about how they were looking to get him more involved and uh it just didn't happen but on the other side of the ball that rookie oh he got involved he got involved very big we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about him in a minute yes i know i keep bringing him up (laughs) but but yeah so so yeah it was just uh it was so good it's always good when the saints win love that shit uh that's that's my stuff I, Big time. Uh, speaking of
0: articles, um, let me do a quick little, uh, quick little recap of mine. Yeah, from uh, the top shelf. Let's hear it. Let's hear it live yeah, on the pod. I'm just gonna try to bring up some stats real quick because I'm gonna need to do that. My uh, dank quarterback of the week was uh, was my boy Jimmy GQ. Uh, and uh, well, you say that he didn't do. He didn't do. No, he didn't do bad. He did. He did very well. You know, 26 the, points in the pro league. Yeah, the shitty part is he got hurt running, man. It was a non-contact injury. He very easily could have stepped out of bounds before that, but, I mean, it was a fluke injury. But, yeah, you're right. He did, he did put up some points. I don't, I'm don't. Yeah. trying to... And now he's going to be blowing down. dank all year long. Yeah, hitting fucking yeah. porn stars <laughs> for days. Yeah, he went 250, yeah. To, 250 with two touchdowns. I mean, you can't go wrong. Not a bad day. No, not at all. And then we had uh, as my running back, I went with uh, I went with Chris Thompson, but I went with the wrong. Yeah, it was it was more AP day. Yeah, AP I went with the wrong... <laughs> It was nice to see him kill it since I have him in our pro league. And, oh, dude! Uh, I mean, he came in behind Christian McCaffrey, bro. It's nuts. Yeah, um, I think I I shit to bed this week with all of my picks. I had Keelan Cole. My wide receiver, he only dropped five for 40, uh, moderately average uh, nine points, and O.J. Howard as my tight end. I thought O.J. was going to kill it, too. He six for 72, so, I mean, uh, I'm not upset about that. That's a great day for a tight end.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad, but, but on the other side of that ball, Vance McDonald. <laughs> Vance yeah. McDonald. he's just like he owned like, he was like, This is my house now. He dude. put somebody into retirement. Dude, straight up. Like they were they were talking about that Mike. Yeah. I think Mike Clay was talking about like they're gonna whatever I can't remember his name, but they were just like they're like Vance McDonald's have pictures of them all yeah, Conte, that's it. Conte had pictures of, of him Vontae. on his wall. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) yeah straight up dude oh by the way is Vontae Davis trying to go back to the Bills now that they won a game I can't fathom that that would ever happen I mean (laughs) if they brought
0: him in there it would only be to deliver a code red and then to get rid of him cause you can't yeah hell no you ain't bringing Uh that dude back my shitty plays of the week my swag buds Andrew Luck which I think was right he had like 160 yards and a touchdown um I did say do not play uh, Dalvin Cook. I said that even before he was ruled inactive.
1: Um, yes, so, I mean that was a great call. Nailed that Can't one. Go wrong there. Yeah. Cor- Corey so nice.
0: Davis. Corey Davis was two for thirty-four. Um, so that that sounds like it it was a win, and uh, and I had Ben Watson, who actually had a pretty decent tight end game, five for seventy-one. So, yeah, you can't be too mad about that. Yeah, I mean, the swags were okay, the dank ones, uh, not so much this week. So, anybody who took my advice, my bad, it'll be uh, it'll be better next week. This week, it's another, actually. another great, just, just,
1: hey, it's just another day in stonerland.
0: It's all yeah, another day in
1: stonerland. That's what happened. <laughs> I, got, I did. It. I got super faded before I wrote that article. And, uh, I think see, I, I, you guys gotta, you guys gotta beware because sometimes some of these things be coming out, you know, we just, we, we'd we be seeing it from, uh, from the gods point. I one <laughs> I one hundred everything
0: that every bit of advice I give is one hundred percent under the influence of cannabis. Oh yes, one hundred percent. He is the fantasy
1: football summoner for
0: a reason. Yeah. Every tweet, every article, every comment, every gif that I post, all of it under the influence. So, I mean, a lot of it's good, but a lot of it also is
1: not. And I, I, just had this idea. Okay, <laughs> I had, I had this idea. I want to challenge our listeners. It, I want you all to, if you, if you follow us on Twitter, I want you to go get like a couple of crayons, and I want you to just draw a picture of what you think the fantasy football stoner looks like. That's a great one. I love it. Fucking, I love and that. Take a picture of them with. It has to be drawn in crayon. Yes. and then send it to our Twitter, and then whichever one is the best, the owner will make his profile pick. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right, 100%. so that's going down. The so best d- one or the closest <laughs> to me? Which which, which,
1: which um, do you think I should pick? I-, I think that like we should just let their imaginations run wild and just pick whatever the best one is. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm excited to, uh, to see what you guys come up with. So remember, um, at, at Garage Guys Fantasy, no, at FS and then at FantasyFBStoner. Fantasy FB Stoner, Fantasy Both of those. And then put your picture there. So we're, yes. we're waiting on those. That's fucking yes. awesome. I love that. All right, so I'm pretty sure we covered just about everything. So yeah, is it we time for Fox and Sox? Did we
0: miss anything on week three? Let's see. Cowboys lost, so nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares
1: about the Cowboys anymore. Minnesota, Dick, over. Minnesota Dick
0: Stomp. Um, no, we, we do have one more thing for week three that we need to talk about, but... We're gonna get to that when we get to the Khalil sucks Mack week. wasn't Khalil Mack wasn't as like impactful this week. No. But we got we got something that we'll we'll talk about when we get to the sucks of the I'm week. I'm down. I'm yeah. down for that.
1: So yeah, for if sure. you wanna go to you wanna go to fucks and sucks, we can Okay, so I've already I've already mentioned Drew Brees as one of my fucks for the week. So I mean that was just kind of a given. Um so let's go ahead and get to like my the number one fuck of the week, okay? This dude has not fucked in a while. It's been a long time. He used to fucking green and yellow. And now he's fucking in silver and black. Oh my goodness. Jordy fucking Nelson. Jordy Nelson. I did not see this coming, dude. I did not see this coming. And like, it sucks because like Gruden can't win a fucking football game. But when Jordy Nelson (laughs) can get out there, dude, like the dude had 32 points on DraftKings, bro. I, I was just like, I was like, Jordy Nelson's back. It's Jordy. It's him. He's returned. He's fucking again. He's fucking in the end zone. Like, dude, I was like, it's amazing to see it. And I didn't think we were going to see it ever again.
0: I really didn't. I've always been a big fan of Jordy Nelson. I can't say, I can say that he has won. Oh, dude, me too. He has won me multiple fantasy football championships in his healthy years with Aaron Rodgers. Very, very true. And uh, so, big facts. You know, he hadn't done much coming into this game. I think he had, f- like, five catches for around 50-something yards. And, I mean, goodness, six for a He buck was Amari
1: s- Cooper's friend.
0: Yeah, six, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah was. he was his sidekick. <laughs> six for a buck, 73, and a touchdown. I mean, yeah, he he just showed up, man. I wonder if the big Amari Cooper game the week before kind of dictated how the defense was going to be playing him and leaving Nelson open for Derek Carbage to get him the
1: ball. Derek Carbage, that's a new <laughs> one. I like that. He's garbage, like so that. he's garbage. But Jordy Nelson did it. He fucked hard. And then I have to go back to uh, to the to the play that just like rocked the world this week on Monday night with Vance McDonald. The dude <laughs> fucked. He had 24 points on DraftKings for a tight end. And I also loved every second of it because, like I said, I hate that Brandon Marion Lee had to go zero three, but somebody did, and she started Jesse James in the pro league. Oh, and so every time Vance McDonald caught that ball, I was just clapping. Just yes, just it was amazing. So yes, yeah. Vance McDonalds, uh, he uh, old McDonald fucked a farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He made that dude retire. Only owned in thirteen percent of leagues. I think that'll go up.
1: Especially after that uh, oh, ridiculous stiff, I heart. feel like that was a one and doneer though. I really feel like yeah. just like he's, he's one of those weeks. He's gonna end, end up hurt. He's gonna end up hurt in two weeks because that's what that's yeah. what he does. Yeah, and uh, and that's that's what I want the listeners to right now. I'm not condoning to go pick him up. He is <laughs> <laughs> not the waiver pickup for this. No, one. he's that not.
0: Comes, he's not your guy. <laughs> that section comes later. So let me talk about mine. I yeah. decided this week to go with a couple dynamic duos. For my guys that fuck. they superhero they threw, fuckers. They threw double teams out there. We're talking about Jared Goff and Robert Woods. First, those oh guys destroyed single handedly, almost destroyed the San Diego or the, the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. It was like <laughs> the best of 2017 all over again. You remember when they used to call the Angels the the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? I think I'm forever going to be calling the Chargers the Los Angeles charge No, the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Yes, that works. Because I keep calling calling them the San Diego Chargers.
1: Yeah, and I will never stop either. Yeah,
0: I just got to tweak that up. They are the the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Um, (laughs) Yeah, golf through for 350 yards three touchdowns um, completed 29 of 36 passes and ten of those went to Robert woods for a hundred yards 104 yards and two touchdowns caught 10 of 11 targets I mean they were they were practically unstoppable I felt like every time I looked up um, he was catching another ball um, they were outstanding against a team that had a great defense coming into the year they did lose some guys to injury and Bosa hasn't been playing, but they still had enough talent in there to be considered a top, you know, seven to 10 defense. And the Rams just don't give a fuck. No. They, don't, they don't care who's on the other side of the ball.
1: They are whipping out their dicks and slamming it hard. And do you think, I mean, like, I, it's tough. I mean, you think it, 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 it obviously has to change a little bit this week. With their defense, it has to, something has to shift a little bit now, with uh with Akeeb and uh and Marcus being out.
0: But yeah, I mean that's a worry. You're playing against a Vikings team that can score a ton of points. You just gave
1: up 23 to the Chargers. But when you but when you talk about the offensive of the Rams, though, too, like. I mean, just it it was good to see Robert Woods get the action again. Yeah. Because you, because I remember last year, like, I mean, he was just one of the guys that, like, he was a fan, he was a phenomenal waiver pickup for so many people. He won people
0: fucking leagues, dude. He did. He did. He definitely did. He came in strong. and, And Jared Goff locked into him a little bit when, when he needed a big play, when he needed a first down, he knew he had a
1: guy to throw to. And it's good and to see him still being active too, because some sure. people thought Brandon Cooks was going to take that place. You well, know, you know me; I'm a Cooper Cup guy. Yeah, you are um, the Cooper guy. He got him a touchdown this week too. Yeah,
0: 71 yards in the touchdown. I actually can't just be traded, mad about that. I actually just traded him in one league today, um, but we won't. We don't need to talk Why? about that. Man. I still love you, Cooper Cup, because somebody offered me the Bears D and uh, carry on Johnson and T oh, Y yeah. Hilton. Oh Man. yeah, yeah, yeah! I mean, for the Ravens and Mark Ingram and Cooper Cup, and I practically broke my phone because I wanted to Bears D. I got a lot of depth on that
1: team, so I didn't need any of those. Right, like, so, that's a, yeah. that's an airway five right there. We're both yeah. bear, bear defense owners now.
0: Yeah, I'm planning on trying to trade Ty Hilton anyway. So <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah, a, just, a step, just a step for him. My second my second duo of fuckers. Um, came from the Atlanta-New Orleans game. Yeah. And not on well, the state side. Let's talk about on, it. On the Atlanta side, we're talking about Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, having one of his fantastic games. games. And the rookie man, Calvin Ridley, you mentioned his name twice already. I Kid's mean, a star. Kid's a star. Seven catches, 146 yards, and three touchdowns. Had a 75-yarder. Seven I mean,
1: catches. Yeah. 37 and all that. Yeah. And, you know, Matty Ice (sighs) threw for 374 and five touchdowns. These offenses bring out the best in each other always. It's just the rivalry, man. The rivalry that they have, they bring out the best in each other. And to see it not be Julio Jones for once, you know Julio Jones is bidding mad, dude. Yeah, he had 96 yards, too. He didn't have a
0: terrible (laughs) game. But, you know, caught five or six balls, didn't score. Um, but seven for a buck forty six in and of itself is great day, and then you had three touchdowns on top of that. Um, you got to think that the Saints were were you know shadowing Julio a little more than than they were given. Oh, d- they weren't given without Ridley a, a doubt. You wouldn't
1: have seen you wouldn't have seen yeah. Calvin really do what he did if it wasn't for that because yeah they were all focused on him and Sanu man. And I and think you know. You got to give Matt
0: Ryan a little bit of credit because in the past he would try to feed Julio the ball in the in these That's types it. of games force it he would try he would give him 17 targets but he would only catch six of them um, but he took his time he went through his progressions and threw three touchdowns to a rookie who is now going to be one of the hottest waiver wire pickups of the week 100 definitely. A hundred percent. So those, those four guys, those two duos, they definitely laid pipe this week. Um, laid I'm excited. It down. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens going forward with them. Cause I do have a little bit, I got pieces of all those guys sprinkled about one team or another. Um, I'm actually, I believe I might be starting Matt Ryan this week
1: in our, in our pro league. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about this for a minute then. Uh, but before, before we get into the sucks, so Pro League is happening. This is a very big week. Uh, Jake Seely is uh he is uh, team no kicker pretty much. Uh, yeah. He is he has vowed not to start a kicker. Team holder only. <laughs> yes, that's it. So uh, he and Stoner are both 3 and 0 oh now. 3 and 0 oh, baby. This guy you, guys, and all you we will be following experts, the game. All
0: you professionals are losing to a goddamn pothead?
1: Just remember that.
0: <laughs> not only losing. God's but- plant you, you guys, guys are getting destroyed by a pothead. I'm laying
1: I'm I'm the one that fucks every week. Stoner is fucking Stoner fucked for us this week. Yeah. Hard. I mean I got but this is I the mean, week that matters now. So bro, this is gonna I, be I got, tough.
0: I got Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas on the same team.
1: That's that's like, that's pretty slick. <laughs> I'm gonna be in every game just because of
0: those two guys.
1: You can't go wrong there, but but this week is just, this is the testamental for you, man. This Jake is, uh, he's got one of the most, like, ridiculously, like we talked about last week, his team is ridiculously stacked Like just just players that you would not even think would be on a team that would just be murdering. He's got some depth.
0: There's a dude he picked up that I'm going to talk about um, when we get to waiver wires. He picked him up two weeks ago. Like, so he's, he's generally two weeks ahead of everyone else. That's I, crazy. Yeah, so he, he's, he's doing pretty well. I think we should try to make an arrangement with him that when I beat him this week, um, he,
1: get, he has to be a guest spot. He has to do a guest spot on the pod. Yeah, it's about that time, Jake. So if you're listening right now, it's about that time you get over here. We're going to yeah. listen, he's got his that he's doing now, the uh the All In podcast. All in. Uh, it's a great show. Definitely go check it out, subscribe, give it five stars. And you know um, if he
0: beats me, I can be a guest on his pod. I think I think that's a
1: fair trade. <laughs> yeah, he had a guy, he had a guy on talking about film. And It's like you don't talk about film and fantasy. Yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah, he was talking about film and like so yeah, he, you uh Jake, you definitely need to like uh holla. But yeah, if anybody should be on it, like this is the week. Like this is a very big week. I'm I'm looking forward to you, to you and his matchup. Honestly, yeah,
0: I'm I'm uh I think I'm I have a bit of a huge advantage. It's not a bit of an advantage. He's got McCaffrey on a bye. so I oh. you know I, I kind of wish that he had his team going full strength. He does have a little bit of depth with Tevin Coleman now being able to slide into that RB two position with Saquon Barkley at RB one. Saquon. So I, yeah, he's got Saquon and McCaffrey on his squad. It's not Saquon anymore? No, it's Saquon. It's, however, I feel like pronouncing it. At moment.
1: It's like the Tyrod Terod. Yeah, yeah. I've never it's heard you Kwan.
0: say Saquon. We'll just call him the Quan. The Quan. Hit the Quan. He's the Quan. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's, you know, his team is good, but he's going to be at a bit of a disadvantage this week without, you know, McCaffrey, McCaffrey. catching 50 balls. Uh, the current projection... Has me big be- ESPN projection has me beating him by uh, just about eighteen points. So hey, that's 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 still big mood right there. Yeah, I think what we'll try to do is maybe uh, sporadically throughout the day on Sunday, I'll uh, I'll screenshot the, the current score and, and post it up on Twitter so everyone can follow the uh, the game
1: of the week in the pro league. Got to follow the action, and yeah, and it will be there, and it also will be. On the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Twitter as well. So you guys know what to do there.
0: Yeah. I also so, want to say that I was the one that predicting that Michael Thomas was going to be one of the top three wide receivers uh, this season. And that I mean, he was kind of a given. And that he would finish higher and he would have a better fantasy season than Antonio Brown. Um, so. Three, three weeks in, if the season ended tomorrow, I, I'd be right on that one. You win, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have to go to 17. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so we have
1: a long way to go. 13 more games. So where are you at in the Pro League? Two and one? So, in, yeah, the Pro League, I'm two and one. Um, this week, I'm not 100% sure who I'm uh, going up against just yet. Jordan. You and Jordan. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's the original Garage Guys going in. Garage Guys week. battle. Oh, it's the garage guys battle. So yeah, so I'm gonna have to get him out of the goalpost. I think uh, you
0: gotta find him because he's gonna need to
1: pick up some players. He's got a quarterback on a bye. He does that, and I have I have some issues as well. And um and I, I'm just gonna have point. to <laughs> it is beside the point. Um but but I will definitely roll into that with our waivers and I'll talk a little bit about that. But by, my suck of the week, Oh yeah, um, let's do that. I have to talk about this guy because you know last week you come on the show, you uh you are a guest last week and now you're guest hosting. And um, sure. so, you know, you were talking about Rojo last week and I went and scooped his ass up. Uh, blatantly, just like underneath you. You had no idea it happened. (laughs) Well, the one Um, thing I do best is not
0: take my own fantasy advice. You sleep on your advice (laughs) hard. I (laughs) give such good advice, but I never fucking follow it. It's ridiculous. I didn't actually think anyone was going to run to the wire and grab him this week. I thought I had a few more weeks. Guy hasn't even been activated
1: yet, but yes. No, I mean, I mean, you know what? Hey, Stoner, <laughs> Stoner, you know you've you've been you've been making some picks. You know, not all of them are right all the time, but you know, nah. I, I, I trust a good thing when I hear it and I see the chemistry with this Bucks offense. So, you know, I'm hoping that like you know, Fitzy won't have to worry so much. Like Fitzy's numbers will go down if Fitzy's even starting by that time. You're right? Um, but uh, but you know they won't have to worry so much because I mean he's going to be getting it at the goal line. So, I mean, that's that's where I see it at. But uh, Peyton Barber sucked. He sucked hard. And uh, so that's why I'm just wondering, why is Ronald Jones still inactive? Uh, Peyton Barber had a whole 3.30 points on DraftKings this week. And um, so when you're looking at that, you know, and so many people threw him in the lineup, too, for the Monday Night slate. If You play captain mode on DraftKings. You know all about that. Right. So it's like... Uh, You know, I I was expecting him to to have it. He had like one breakout run, I think, and that was it. Yeah, he had eight carries for 33 yards. Um,
0: You know, you kind of wonder if the fact that they were trailing by 20 at halftime kind of pushed him to the side.
1: It um, had to did have, it. and
0: I'm glad it did. But <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I yeah, know you are, because of uh, it it's magic. Had to have the Fitz. Well, you know, he was Fitz Cutler in the first half, and then he became Fitz Magic in the second. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so good. Hey, that's but good. You're, but you're right. He he had that one big run. I think it was 18 or 20 yards or something. And the rest of it was garbage. The rest of the day. Um, we'll see if they balance the attack a little more this upcoming week against the Bears. But I'm not confident in him
1: this week either. No, I'm just you. It's Peyton Barber. He just you. You can't be confident about the guy at all. It's uh. It's an all pass team there in Tampa Bay, and when Rojo comes in, he'll be stashed quietly away like Turbo Man under a Christmas tree. There you go. (laughs) And and, uh, that's where he'll remain until he goes off, and then you want to trade for him. I'm predicting. (laughs) I'm predicting week six
0: against Atlanta is when Rojo will get his first activity, because they have a bye week five. Do they beat Atlanta? Um, great question. And let's see what happens in Call Chicago. it now. Call it now. No, they're not going to beat Atlanta. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have to remember this. Matt Ryan's going to throw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns against that Swiss cheese defense.
1: I'm writing all of this down. Yeah. <laughs> remember this. Remember it's, this, guys. It's
0: at Atlanta, too. So...
1: You know well, they, Saint, got fat, just went in, so. they got that fast. They got that fast
0: track, bro. They love playing on that fast track. And you know what? Nobody eats Chick Fil A on Sundays. There, that's ridiculous. By the <laughs> way, the <Chick-fil- laughs> I'm still angry about the fact that Chick Fil A is. Close it's like them. why? But um, you know, I respect. Sucked? I respect it. Who sucked for you this week? Oh, come on, man. There's only one suck this week. And the only thing we didn't really talk about when we did this past week's recap is the New England Patriots. Oh, maybe there's a reason why. My suck this week is the one and only TB12, Tom Brady, the leader of the cult. He went 14 for 26, 133 yards, averaged five yards of completion, touchdown and interception, got a couple sacks. His QBR was under 40. Um, He does not look like himself.
1: He's not, and the Botox is getting to him. I think the Botox is getting to him. <laughs> yeah, the Botox is affecting fantasy points big time. Yeah, <laughs> like, he saw. Uh, you know, it's you know, and I I saw this, and I talk about it all the time, and and I feel like you know he should have he should have retired on the high note. Uh, he should have rolled out when he beat the Patriots. I, I, I stand by that. I believe in that because I mean, yeah, he got to the Super Bowl last year, but after that loss um no th- nobody was expecting them to lose that game yeah. and you know they they lost the game the eagles win and then he's on you know, Stephen Colbert's show drinking beer, and he clearly has had work done to his face. So <laughs> it's like you, you already know that's a demise right there. Like your fantasy points would not be there. Julian Edelman's on suspension. They just get Josh Gordon now. That's great. But, I mean, it's Matt Patricia and the Lions, bro. And, yeah. and when, you, when you've watched this line, I mean, the Lions got blown up by the Jets. So, I mean, I, I'm so excited to watch the Jets play the Patriots. You know, we talked gonna. a lot. They
0: talked a lot. How how Patricia didn't even they lost the team even before he had it, but he came in. They came in with a plan this week. Offensively, they did. Patricia MD's knows
1: this offense. He knows yeah. that offense so well, and so like you know, he just had it pegged. He had it down. He knew what to do. And carry on, Johnson, who my man. I'm AJ, yeah. baby, dude. A hundred yards. The first one to do it since Reggie Bush, bro.
0: I love on Johnson. I mean, can you imagine having drafted a guy like Sony in the first round? Oh, that hurts! And sitting back and having to watch the way that KJ runs that ball. <laughs> oh, he I mean, was that, so good. That kid, kid can, from Auburn, he made it happen. That kid can play. I said early in the year. I mean, preseason. I said, you know, Carryon Johnson. He played in the toughest conference in college football. SEC and, all the way, and he performed well against teams like Alabama. I mean, when you're playing the top, the top teams in college football on a weekly basis, and you're performing exceptionally against them, you are well prepared to come into the NFL and be a running, a starting running back in this league. Yeah, and I think on Johnson proved to to everyone that he deserves to be a starting running back
1: in this league. And and he should be, and I think Detroit would be crazy if they didn't go ahead and pull that trigger and just kind of, you know, stick with him. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's the next Barry Sanders in Detroit by any means. No. But, um... You know th- this could very well be a great start to getting that run game going again because they need that. They need Here, it so terribly bad. Here's what I like about Carryon
0: Johnson and what I think he ultimately brings to that offense is that he also catches the ball. He has ten receptions. Legarrette Blunt is a bulldozer. Uh, yeah, Theo the Blunt, Riddick, the Blunt always gets it. Theo Reddick is a, is a wide receiver that lines up in the backfield. But Carrion Johnson is a three down back. He's only he got ten receptions so far. He's averaging five point six a carry. He hasn't gotten in the end zone yet, but that will happen. He is a three down back. And when you put this guy in your backfield, your offense is not as predictable as it used to be. When Riddick is in the backfield, everyone knows you're throwing the ball. When exactly. Blunt is in the backfield, everyone knows you're running the ball. But when KJ's in the backfield, they can't make a prediction a for what's going to happen. Exactly. And, and that's going to that. open it up for Stafford to get the ball to guys like Golden Tate. My boy, Golden Tate. Future, by the way, I'm going to grow. You're playing against Golden Tate this week. I know. Be, I, be love, I, I love that guy. I'm <laughs> going to grow a strain of weed and name it after him. I think Golden Tate is a great, great name for Golden strain first. Dude, it
1: really is. Who really wouldn't want to smoke some Golden
0: it. Tate? I mean, come on.
1: Try um, to steal that shit and put it in the box.
0: And the way Kenny G is playing, some Marvin Jones, even though he was banged up, scored a big touchdown. I mean, that offense becomes a, a wide-open menace to defenses when they have and a
1: three-down back, and on Johnson is that three-down back. So much so, and it's, so, it, it's just that time. I'm ready to see Detroit get there. Uh, they got some great fantasy producers on yeah. that team. Back they to need su- to be involved. Back to sucky Tom Brady. He sucked. He made I would just go ahead and say the whole Patriots team sucked. Yeah, I mean it was nice to see Sony get 14 carries. Very um, much so, but they were just so slow. They yeah. were so slow. It was like sure. it was like uh you know, they were just on walkers, man. And yeah. then Gronk comes out after the I'm game talking, talking about how he knits the whole Detroit Lions trade. You know Tom Brady's his quarterback. He's going to stand by him. You know, and yeah. you know it's, he's like that one guy on that movie, The Titanic. You know, he just kind of chilled <laughs> there. He was like, you know, the guy that had like the bellhop suit on. He was just like, all right, see y'all guys later. Yeah, like, go he's going down with the ship, bro. He's going yeah. down with the ship. But I, he's ready. Ra- he's ready to be a wrestler. That's why. Oh, definitely. I'm
0: curious to see what happens when when Edelman, you know, comes off his
1: suspension, and when Josh Gordon actually gets on the field. Um, yeah, I traded for Gordon and I actually started him this week in the in the, the sleeper league, the fourteen team man, so I i uh, that, <laughs> he that, didn't even definitely never no, <laughs> didn't even play. I, I do no believe choice. I do
0: believe that Tom Brady is a member of a cult and potentially a leader of a cult. Is he and a Scientologist? I, no. What's that dude? His uh, his trainer. That trainer guy? I have no idea. You so you don't know about his trainer that's like him and Belichick and the trainer? have had some issues. I am i can't think of his name right now. I'm, I'm looking it up as we speak. Al, Do you remember them? Alex, the, Alex Guerrero was is, is, is his personal trainer. That and name Alex sounds Guerrero so familiar. Has, has been working with Edelman before Edelman got suspended. Um, and Guerrero has been like roaming around the, the locker rooms and doing that for quite some time. And I think it was one point where the Patriots were like, nah, this dude can't come in here anymore. And there's some weird shit going on with Tom Brady and this Guerrero guy.
1: I don't know if he's got something on Brady. Do you think uh, he made Tom Brady kiss his kids like like he does like for ten <laughs> seconds on the mountain no, I think Tom <laughs> I think Tom Brady's just a weird dad bro. yeah he's strange. He's a strange cat yeah. that's for sure He's a, he's uh, a cult leader. He's a cult leader. He has so, to be He's Sammy Watkins
0: in his cult. Um, he used to be, and then he got. <laughs> then, he, then he came to Kansas City and has has a quarterback that that throws him the ball. So so
1: he's not a reptilian anymore. So it's no, okay. n-
0: not anymore. <laughs> he might st- he might still be a flat earther like uh, like Geno Smith and Kyrie Irving though.
1: Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure, all the way.
0: But the so so, Patriots are sitting at what one and two right now?
1: Yeah, it's not looking hot for them, man. Dolphins are Dolphins
0: are three and oh, bro. Dolphins are running the AFC East right now.
1: And that brings me to my waiver wire pickup of the week. That's so a good segue. Segue. Yeah, it was. I just wrote that bitch in like Paul Bart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we look, I lost Jimmy G this week and I'm I'm looking around the waiver wire. You know, we have a couple of different people on our in our league and sure, but you know, at this point, you know at the beginning of the year, nobody in their fucking mind would have thought Ryan Tannehill would be somebody that you would want on your fantasy team. He's Never. 7% owned in leagues, but, I mean, he, they're 3-0, guys. I mean, the dude did not have a bad week at all. I mean, if you lost Jimmy G, you know, you can either stream a quarterback or you can pick up somebody that's, that's running a team that's 3-0 right now. And they're not really doing much with the run game. Kenny and Drake ain't doing shit. Yeah, he's um
0: he's playing pretty well, dude. I'm I'm surprised. I've never been a fan of Tannehill.
1: Um but It's Tannehill two by the way. It's not Tannehill. Yeah, it definitely he wrote that is. on his uh, terminator leg that he has.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. He used to be a wide receiver, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but he did complete seventy five percent of his passes through a bunch of touchdowns in each game. I think he's got two for seven seven. He's touchdowns invested in, in three steals, games.
1: dude dude. He's invested yeah. in Stills. He likes Grant, which grants a, You know, he's a low key sleeper. He is a yeah. low key sleeper. I don't. I don't hate Tannehill.
0: Seventeen to twenty three for almost three hundred yards. Granted, it was against the Raiders, but that leads. I mean, to the notion that we spoke about earlier that maybe Baker is a great play. Uh, this week against the Raiders if they're making yeah. Tannehill look like a superstar.
1: And he's so, another one that's 7% owned in the ESPN leagues right now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if if you don't like Tannehill, why not go with Baker? If you lost yeah. Jimmy G, you're looking for somebody. Those two guys, chances are they're definitely on your on your waiver wire right now. If, if, as long as they haven't got claim, go scoop them some bitches up because they can get you some big points this week. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill is... Dolphins are going up against the Patriots, man. The Patriots are not having a good time right now. He's quarterbacking the three and O team, and he's and they, and they got big play abilities. And I, I literally can see it this week. I think that the Dolphins will beat the Patriots. Ooh, write that one down. Write it on. down. Yeah, write it down. Dolphins beat the Patriots this week. Four and O Dolphins, and Tom Brady slings his helmet into the stands. That's oh, wow. my hot take. <laughs> That's my hot take. Can't wait to see that. <laughs> I do think
0: that you know the more Tannehill plays well, Tannehill two point plays well, uh, the better it's going to be for Kenyon Drake because he hasn't really
1: done so much and, the, right. and he has so much ability. He needs to come out. It's like yeah. Frank Gore's the mascot. Um, you know, yeah. like he's he's wearing the dolphin suit running around. I love um, Frank Gore. I do too, man. But he's just he's just there to be there. He's just yeah. riding out his last year. You know, he's my um, homie. Kenyon so, Drake, yeah, he definitely needs more. Who's your, who are you picking up on the waiver this week, Stoner?
0: I'm gonna talk about someone that I've been talking about since I pretty much started my my Twitter account. Um, one of the first dudes I mentioned was was a second year receiver who uh, he was a little banged up last year, played played in a handful of games. Guy stands about six four, weighs about two twenty. Uh, goes by the name of Mike Williams. plays for those. Oh. Oh, plays for those him. plays for those San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles like um, that this is a dude that's only owned in 33% of ESPN leagues right now um, caught two touchdowns against the Rams which is not an easy defense to catch any touchdowns against not and at all. all I mean each each of the touchdowns that he has this year he's got three of them so far in three games only 11 catches um Great passes by Rivers, tight, tight windows, you know, contested throws, and he's out there. He's trusting this guy. Who?
1: What kind of ceiling do you think we can see for him? Yo, I believe that Mike
0: Williams has the potential to be um, like a like a Julio Jones light. Ooh, not quite Julio Jones. That's bold. But I mean, this is a dude who like I said, he's six four, two twenty man. He came in his sophomore year in college at Clemson, he broke his neck. He slammed I don't know if you knew this. He slammed into the padded base of the goalpost after catching a touchdown and actually like broke his neck. I had no idea. That's nuts. And, and he's doing came, this shit. Yeah, he's a beast. He came back the following year and had ninety eight catches for oh, almost fourteen hundred yards, eleven touchdowns, and that was the year that Clemson won their national championship. Wow. He, he, com- he completely destroyed Alabama that year in the championship game. Like he destroyed uh, a secondary that was full of NFL prospects. And the more he plays, the more Philip Rivers is gonna trust him, and the more he's gonna be he's gonna be a player out there. I mean, he's got two eighty yard games, he's got three touchdowns. He's only got eleven catches. I think it'll take you know maybe maybe it'll be next year when he hits when he hits closer to that ceiling. But I mean, he's a red zone threat, so double digit touchdowns is not out of the realm of possibility this year. I've been saying from day one that Mike Williams is the Williams to own. Yeah, there's the, two Williams there of the Chargers pass catchers, and he is currently destroying Tyrell in every aspect of the game. He plays – he doesn't play as many routes. I don't, I don't think he's running as many routes as Tyrell, but statistically he's just destroying him. He's out there in 33% of the leagues, and he gets a Niners defense that just got shredded by everyone on Kansas City this past week. So my suggestion to everyone, start your Chargers – Start all of your chargers except for maybe Antonio Gates. I wouldn't start Tyrell either. But I would start Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, obviously Gordon. The and superior Williams. I'm throwing yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would I would even play Austin Eckler and obviously Phillip Rivers is a must start for me this Isn't week. Isn't it yeah, so understand.
1: great? Isn't it so great when you remove Mike McCoy from a team? Like yeah, so. some good things that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the
0: proof is in the pudding. Look what's happening in Arizona versus look what's happening for the Chargers.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, Dirty Dirty Birds got a new lingo and they they went west. So. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. I mean, Mike Mike <laughs> Williams he does have some some games left against the Raiders. You know, he's got Tennessee and and Seattle, Pittsburgh still out there right before the playoffs start, Kansas City. Kansas City week 2 of the playoffs, week 15. Mike Williams against Kansas City. I mean, so he's got a great schedule ahead of him. And you know he's, he's going up, 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 so I'm 100 I'm, I'm pretty stoked to watch him and, and see him keep killing it.
1: Well, I will say this, it's going to be an amazing week four. Uh, it's coming in hot. Thursday night's going to be really big. Uh, like Thursday's I said, be a Viking game. It's going to be one of the best ones of the week. Uh, the Bengals are at the Falcons this week. The Bucks are going to be playing the Bears. Lions are playing the Cowboys. Bills are playing the Packers. Texans at Colts. Jets at Jaguars. Dolphins at Pats. Eagles at the Titans. And then your late game lineups. The Seahawks are playing the Cardinals. That's going to be fun. Uh, Big birds, little birds. Um, then you have uh, Browns playing the Raiders. Forty ers playing the Chargers. So look out now. Yeah. Look out. It's going to be a, going to be a pooper. Uh, yeah, Saints are going to be in New York playing the Giants. And then Sunday night football, we have Ravens and Steelers. going to be a good AFC North matchup. And then Monday night, Chiefs at the Broncos. What? Uh, so, which of these games are you most excited to see and why? Um, I am really truthfully ready to watch the Bucs at the Bears. We're going to see if Fitzy is real. Uh, we talked about that last week. Yes, we this did. This is where we're going to find out if Fitzpatrick is the real deal. If he can survive the Khalil Mack show, it's um, in Chicago too. I mean, it's yes, it's in Soldier. It's going to be at Soldier Field. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be Liddy like a titty. <laughs> like one of my friends says. So I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped to see that one. And then um I'm also really uh kind of excited to watch this uh Chiefs Broncos game, man, on yeah. Monday night. Uh just to kinda you know, it's gonna be a great uh AFC West matchup, uh and just it's it's gonna be exciting, you know. Keenum, uh, you know, Mahomes can Mahomes continue the uh zero interceptions. Some of the guys on the NFL network, I think uh who was it? Uh Uh, freaking Wayne um, trying to think from the Colts. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne came out and said that that Patrick Mahomes is going to have four interceptions in this game, so... I'm uh I'm really hyped to watch this one cuz I know last week he said that the the Lions were going to beat the Pats so maybe he's uh maybe he's onto something who knows. Yeah, he
0: um <laughs> I don't see I don't see four interceptions, man. I don't see that happening at all. That's yeah. the hottest of hot takes that you I can mean, give. <laughs> they're just Den- Denver's just not the uh the defense that they used to be. They they're not terrible. Uh um, No. But I'm I, saying start Mahomes. You can't bench him at this point. I, I, Roll with will, it. I will not be benching Mahomes. That was a, a, one of the games I'm definitely interested in also. Is Who else money? yeah? What what other game you have? Um I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go with a one o'clock game and a four o'clock game. I'm I'm interested to see how um how Sam Darnold handles the Jaguars defense in Jacksonville. Oh a little
1: bit of look there's gonna be a lot of running to the side. Yeah, there's
0: going to be for some. Sure. Yeah, there's going to be heavy some Sam, pressure. Sam Darnold being Sam Darnold, possible turnovers, um, and also I, I got to see Baker. Man, I'm excited to see Baker against the
1: Raiders in It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And that that one for me is just kind of one of those giving games. I'm like, I just I see it. I know it now. Browns are rolling. Um, I, I'm, I'm I'm calling it. Raiders go zero and four. Browns win again. Are the Raiders going to win a game this year? Yes, they will win a game. I have to look deeper into the schedule. I'll
0: read it right now. They got the Browns, then the Chargers, Seahawks, Colts, Niners, Chargers, Cardinals, Ravens, Chiefs. Stop there! Stop there! They beat the Colts. They beat the Colts. They beat the Colts. It's going to be Colts or Niners if they win a game. That's it. I'm sorry. It's just this is not their year. It's not happening what's the deal with andrew luck man is he is and, he is he ever yeah gonna be we gotta the touch same? on
1: that too no I, I think it's over i think it's done um he, he took too he took too long out you know you, you know you see a lot of these quarterbacks that are young um he just you know he he uh he worried way too much and um you know he wanted to be 100 percent. and sometimes if you don't just throw yourself back in there um you can lose it all and i think see? this is an example of what we're seeing
0: do you think that I mean? Typically, if you have a guy who say like tears an ACL, sometimes it takes a year, and then in the second year he comes back and and you know he's got his speed back. He's able to make his cuts that he didn't, he, he wasn't able to make before. Do you think that situation could be what we're looking at, for Andrew Luck, where he's got he sat out a whole year and now we gotta we gotta get Don't him too. You know, yeah, we got to get him We got to get him back a whole whole year.
1: It, it's going to take a lot, man. It's going to take it's uh, as much as I hate to say this. I mean, it's going to take getting a run game back in Indianapolis. It, it has to happen. You have to find a run game for him. Love um, Bell. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, if I think that was Fantasy Guys pick. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's in. The, you know, they're they're taking offers for him. Everybody knows it now. So it's possible. Yeah. I
0: compared. I compared. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell everyone this analogy in case they didn't read my uh, my write up from last week. That Andrew Luck is is like my broken bubbler that I yes. used to have. <laughs> um, it was my favorite thing to hit, and I broke the little stem uh, one time, and then I, and I ended up getting it repaired. I cracked the neck of it, and I was able to find a guy who could repair it. And you know, he repaired the crack, and it was usable, but it just. It just was never the same after it had broken. And I feel like Andrew Luck is, is my broken bubbler. You know, prior to him getting hurt, he was the man. He was slinging the ball all over the place, making every throw. T.Y. Hilton was a fantasy monster, top five wide receiver, catching deep balls on a, on a regular basis. And, I mean, at this point, T.Y. Hilton is, you know, he's a, he's a 10 to 15 yard
1: receiver because Andrew Luck can't get the ball downfield. No, and I mean you hate to see him go down and I mean I just I've never been high on him. I'm glad I didn't draft him in any leagues this year. I'm just always didn't high. see it happening. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah? yeah big mood. Big mood. Um, yeah, I'm about to go. <laughs> about to go burn one right now as soon as you got done to. here. I, you know what, I might I might follow you up with that. But guys, uh, it was another great week. Uh phenomenal phenomenal talking with you. It was it's it's it was fucking stoked to have you as a guest host on it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, this is fun. It's just I me like, and you, man. Yeah, it's
0: just me and you. Yeah, just we can do this. Things. <laughs> <laughs> We could do this uh whenever, man. I'm down for sure for uh for any week, any time. You know, just give me a little preparation, you know, so I can get myself mentally prepared. Um,
1: always we always all have to get in the cloud we all know what that means yes um, get to the cloud yeah, um, we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna continue our search to get to make sure Jordan's okay in the goalpost. Yeah, uh, he's he should, in the, should be back next week. He's in the upside down right now. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we that's not a good place. You don't want to be there. Yeah, watch, <laughs> but, watch uh, out for the Demogorgons. <laughs> oh man, dude, I'm so ready for more Stranger Things. I, that's what so I'm about like, to do right now. I'm about to watch Stranger Things. That's a great. So that's I, a great call. Yes, guys, follow us on Twitter at GarageGuysFS. You can follow me personally at uh, GarageGuysChase. And where can they follow you, Stoner? At FantasyFBStoner.
0: At FantasyFBStoner. Hit me up. Ask me your questions. I think what I did last week for week three, I started a thread right around, uh, I think, Thursday or Friday for people to just ask their questions. So I think we'll do that again. Um, I'll try to tag the garage in it, too, if you want. Um yeah yeah I, I think it's great. I think it's great when people are asking questions and you know there's such a large fantasy community out there that everybody's kind of given their own insight. Some people are, you know, here's the eye test and some people are giving it based on, you know, data analytics. So you're kind of getting input from every different angle giving you a much better, you know, a much better
1: field to make your own decision in. So Damn um, right, damn right. Yeah I, think so, we'll, yeah. I think we'll try to do that every week. More um, questions. We need more questions. Call us on the hotline, 929-430-GGFS. And the
0: hotline's um, open for everything, man. You can ask any question about any topic. And and as long as it's obviously allowed to be played on the podcast, we will Yeah, we'll make, <laughs> we'll make that choice. Now. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. But,
1: uh, guys, we love you. Thanks so much for tuning awesome. in. We'll see you next week. As always, it's been Garage Guys, Fantasy Sports Podcast, Sports party. Repeat.